The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. It's the best lip balm in America. Wait, what? Lip balm can be that much better? Oh, yeah. Hi there. It's Doc Thompson for Balm Shot. Just go to balmshot.com. Balm is in lip balm, shot like shotgun shell. You got to read the entire story for yourself at balmshot.com. But trust me, you will love it. And right now, if you order six of them, you'll get a free Balm Shot uh, lip balm, plus a logoed baseball hat, and free shipping at balmshot.com. But make sure to use the promo code DOC, balmshot.com. First, we go to... Representative Louis Gomert of Texas. I really like Louis. He's a pretty solid guy. What do you think of his testimony? Because at one point it got really ugly. And oh, was yeah. what he said appropriate? Here's Louis Gomert. <clears throat> For a there moment is the disgrace. And it won't be recaptured anytime soon because of the damage you've done to the justice system. And I've talked to FBI agents around the country. You've embarrassed them. You've embarrassed yourself. And I can't help but wonder when I see you looking there with a little smirk, how many times did you look so innocent into your wife's <laughs> eye and lie to her about uh, Lisa? Mr. Hey, Chairman, this is outrageous. The credibility of a witness Shame is always an issue. Mr. Chairman, please. Have you no, Chairman? This is intolerable. Harassment of the witness. What's wrong with that? You need your medication. The gentleman. (laughs) Hold hold on a second. Hold on a second. They melted the hell down. I don't recall. I don't know if I've ever seen that many people melt down during other members of Congress melt down. Not certain like that. And not hollering things. And you need your medication and whatever. By the way, what they did by hollering and, and, oh, that's outrageous and whatever, that is against house rules. Yes, it is. You're not allowed to do that. Nope. You're not allowed to comment like that. You're not allowed to impugn or question any of the other members of the house. It's his time. It is his time. You can't say, by the way, you can't even on your time go, you're lying. No. You're making, you cannot do certain things. And those rules are there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Because if you do allow people to do that, it devolves and you're not actually going to get any information. Nope. You've got to have that free flow of information as much as possible. Those rules are there for a reason. I would say that regardless of who is testifying and who is questioning and whatever. I'm not saying they're nice about it. I'm not saying it's a good idea. I'm just saying those rules need to be there for that reason. So back that up just a little bit. When Louis Gomert first mentions his wife, it's towards the beginning. Now listen to the meltdown. There's at least five people yelling at Louis Gomert and he just keeps going. Now, real quick, Chris, side note, was it appropriate for Louis Gomert to say that? Yes. To question his wife? Yes. 100% because he shows that he is a If you're willing to lie to your life, whatever, wife or whatever. It shows a character. It shows who he is. It does show character. You're right. And I'm on the fence about this. Really? I don't think it was the best idea. I mean, is it within the scope of what Louis Gohmert uh, can do? Yes. Is it um, relevant to this? A little bit in showing character. I don't think it is extremely important in this. Most of the information is is what happened. Exactly. It's not extremely important, but it does paint a picture of who this person is. And if he's willing to do this, definitely he's going to do that. One out of 10, 10 being absolutely, you need to ask this question. One being, no, you do not need to ask this question. 
or comment on it, it it's a two in my opinion. Really? Should should Louis have answered this? Asked this as far as is it germane to getting the information out of Agent Strock and what happened? Not really. Mm-hmm. It was more bluster and playing to the cameras. Two mm-hmm. percent. Now, was it inappropriate to ask it as oh, far yeah. as morally? No. No. I mean, um, that's between him him and his wife. I'll give him that. But it does play to character and overwhelming. But it certainly was not meltdown worthy. Not given the other crap that's happened Mm -mm. in the house and not given the crap that most of these members take part in every day. All of them that were, are you off your medication? And that was. Hold, Hold it right there, sister. Hold it right there, other Democrats that are suddenly so offended. What have you said out on the campaign trail against your opponents? What have you said against other people? What are you doing in your personal life? What are Have you always been faithful? You mean everybody. Oh, that's <laughs> outrageous. You've been appropriate. Maybe that's the reason they were objecting so much. Are you always doing the right things? Are you the most moral? I know in your little deluded liberal brains, you think you're more moral than everybody else in the room and smarter than everybody else in the room, but just stop right there. How have you handled witnesses in the past? How have you failed to handle witnesses like Agent Strzok? Here's what usually happens in these testimonies. Whoever is against the agent, they're out there like this. (laughs) Louis Gohmert was. Yeah. He was. And if you're for the agent, let me just, first of all, thank you for your time Ugh. for coming in here. I only have five minutes, but I'm going to spend the first part saying, let me thank you for your time, for service. coming in here, your service in the FBI, your service in the military. But because by saying that, I'm helping to paint you as a certain type of character. See, I'm crafting an image here for the camera. So those people in the middle of the road that are going to be voting in a couple of months will hear me be very nice to you and will also see you as an upstanding man. I'm ignoring the fact that you cheated on your wife and you used company and uh, government property and time to take part in this and we're being very political on our time and instead I'm just going to thank you for your service like this in order to help people um, decide that you're a nice person and the president's a bad you see what I'm saying this is what they do Mm -hmm. the other side raping squirrels I mean you know I mean this is stop So Gomer, uh, Louis Gomert, over the top with this a little bit. I think what's more telling isn't that he Mm. mentioned it. It's the reaction he got, the meltdown again. Now, one more little part about this as we play this and you'll hear a little bit more. Um, Listen to them start challenging him. And then, uh, Mr. Chairman, point of order, point of order. I get to get you got to stop this so I can make a point. And the ranking member, he finally gives some time to it, says, what's your point? The ranking member is like, this cannot happen. He's not allowed to do this to the witness. And the ranking member informs him, no, it is within House rules. He can do this. However, it is you guys who cannot do what you're doing. And that's not left or right, Democrat or Republican. It's the House rules. Here we go. And I can't help but wonder, when I see you looking there with a little smirk, how many times did you look so innocent into your wife's eye and lie to her about Uh, Lisa? Mr. Chairman, this is outrageous. The credibility of a witness Shame is always an issue. Mr. Chairman, please. Have have you Mr. Chairman, this is intolerable. Harassment of the witness. What's wrong with that? You need your medication. 
<laughs> the gentleman controls the time. Well, I ask that the witness be permitted to respond. Well, he, will be permit, sir. he will be permitted to respond. Did you ever the talk to Hillary Clinton during your investigation besides the Louis one continues. questioning you mentioned before that or after that to this day? Point of order, Mr. Chairman. Point of order, Mr. Chairman. The gentleman of state is point of order. It is... Uh, I think against the rules of the House for a member of the committee to be impugning the character of a witness. It is he should, not. He should ask questions to elicit. The purpose of this hearing is to elicit information. He should ask questions to elicit information. He should not be impugning the character uh, of the witness. The gentleman is advised the rules of the House only are directed to members of the House and the President <laughs> of the United States. The Therefore, in other words, it is okay to impugn the character of witnesses in, in any way whatsoever? Well, I, I, listen, I've heard many members on your side of the aisle impugn character of somebody who is covered by the rules of the House. But the gentleman, the, 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 the gentleman uh, has 20 seconds left. Uh, they don't, you don't even know the rules. I'm not saying you have to like it. No, you can object and you can yes. say these rules are wrong. You could take those up at the rules committee. You can do any of this stuff, but you didn't know that. Yeah. By the way, did you hear at the end of that clip, how, when he was talking about the rules, everybody's going to, when did we become, you know what I saw when I saw this clip, we became the British in the parliament. Remember when every time they do any kind of conversation, when do we become that? I know, right. Now, to Louis's defense, Louis did end up making at least one really sound piece there. Okay. okay? He said that the intelligence community's inspector general, the ICIG, found that nearly all of Hillary's emails were sent to a foreign entity. And that the FBI didn't follow up on the finding. He said every single one except four okay. of over 30,000 were going to an address that was not on the distribution list. Huh. Out of the country. All wow. of them were sent there. 30,000 emails and every one except four, four select ones, a different amount that were sent to other people or mm -hmm. other people had. All of those were sent somewhere else. Louis said it was going to an unauthorized source that was a foreign entity unrelated to Russia, but a foreign entity. And then he asked him, he said, Agent Strzok, um, did you guys What's follow up, up on this? Yeah, what, what happened? He said that the IGC investigator, Frank Rucker, presented the findings to Strzok, because remember, Strzok was one of the investigators, but that the FBI and Strzok in particular didn't do anything with the information. So here you have, I mean, you're conducting an investigation over Hillary's emails. Mm -hmm. And you're going to follow up on anything significant. Yes, you follow until it dies. You're going to go down the email list. Chris Cruz guy. Who this, who's this Chris Cruz yes. guy? Oh, he's in, mil he's in the um, media. So, of course, she's going to send. Okay, great. Who's this um, weird IP address not in the country Come that around. hasn't been on any of the other distribution lists that got... All 30,000 30, emails, except four. <laughs> what? That's a, okay, we got to, and what uh, were the four they didn't get? And what's yeah. the significance? I mean, yeah, that's yeah. pretty significant. Now, I know there was a lot of information they were trying to disseminate, disseminate, but you've got to follow up on that. So here it is. the Not just Doc Thompson. It wasn't a member of Congress. It was the Inspector General. 
inspectors general do a pretty good job. They do. They really do. They put it out there and they blast everybody who deserves it. They put it out there. The inspector general himself, the lead investigator says to Strzok, here's this information, 30,000, an entity outside the country, all but four. Hmm. Strzok doesn't follow up. Doesn't do anything with it. Now, Strzok acknowledged meeting with Rucker. Said he didn't recall the specific content, though. Of he just course. doesn't recall it. Of course. I just, I don't, I don't remember. I remember meeting with him, but I don't remember what we talked, talked about. Talked about, I can't remember. Okay. Maybe you don't That's remember. Fine. I would think that meeting, 30,004. Yes, I'm going to yes. remember that. Okay. Louis then said, listen, the forensic examination was done by the ICIG. Mm-hmm. the intelligence community inspector general and they can document that but you were given that information and nothing was done mm-hmm. so that's pretty powerful right there from louis gomer yeah and uh fbi agent has to answer for that yep exactly uh there was a lot more bluster and a lot more or some more pretty interesting information that was real revealed yesterday we move on to representative radcliffe now who is questioning agent strock here we go you're asking us to believe that when you say things like F Trump and stop Trump and impeach Trump, that those are just personal beliefs and that when you say those things, you never cross uh, that line, that bright, inviolable line uh, and allow it to impact your official conduct. That's really what this comes down to, that you're asking us to believe, isn't it? Uh, sir, I'm asking you to believe and I'm offering you evidence. Yeah, well, you whether have. Whether it's the been, IG report, you, you, whether it's it anything that's clear. been found, that there's been no yeah. active bias anywhere. You have under oath been as clear as a bell on that. You've said it over and over again. And, and because of that, I'm almost embarrassed to ask you this question. Um, of the approximately 50,000 text messages that I've seen with your personal beliefs like F Trump, stop Trump, impeach Trump, go ahead and confirm on the record that none of that occurred on an official FBI device or on official FBI time. Go ahead and do that. Sir, no, they did. Many of them did. Oh, they did. Okay, so thousand, uh, sir. So, so really, no. I'll give you a chance at the end. So, what you really meant to say was that when you said you never crossed that bright, inviolable line, what you meant to say was, except for fifty thousand times, except for hundreds of times okay, a day. Hang on a second. Back. Now, while Representative Radcliffe is correct in this, and I don't have a problem with him being, you know, pointed. I'm fine with Congressman doing that. Uh, I think it's a pretty ridiculous line. I mean, if you want to get it on the record that he was also doing this on company, company time. time. yeah. Okay. I am as critical as any as government worker mm. be for um, doing things on our time because we're paying for this stuff and we're in debt and all this. I get it. In the grand scheme of this, the entire investigation, what he's bringing up now is a little bit of the witch hunt thing. The reason is this. I'm sure that uh, Agent Strzok did do a bunch of his personal stuff on yeah. our time. Yeah. I'm sure that happens all the time. Guess what? I do personal stuff on the company time all the time. Yeah, me too. And guess what? I put in extra time for the company that I don't get paid for a lot. Yep, me too. I think there's a certain ebb and flow, and you have to understand that. It is not a violation. It is absolutely not a violation of FBI rules for you to use your personal self or your company cell phone for personal work. It absolutely is not. That is, it's in the rules. That's fine. Company time. It's a little blurred when you're a salaried position, and from by all accounts, the guy put in a lot of extra time. Yep. While he was technically right, 
I don't think that's the big meat of what's going on. That was more of the bluster. However, Jim Jordan's testimony, and they all went around a couple times and asked him some stuff. Jim's uh, got to the heart of one other piece of this. Now, at the center of Strzok, what they're trying to get to first is, was he biased or not? Did he hate Trump? Yes, that's come out. He pretty much admitted this, whatever. But he said it didn't influence him and his actions is part of the investigation. So you have to ask yourself, do you think it influenced his actions or not? Um, There was no significant findings from the inspectors that said he was biased, derelict in his duty because of his views on Trump and his support of Hillary. There's no smoking gun when it comes to that, but there is or are some small things. And that's the point of this hearing. It's not to pander for the cameras, although a lot of them were. There were a couple of little things like that about Louis Gohmert, where I said that it, it you know, finds out that you didn't follow up on this. So now me and you, the American people, have to say we know definitively he was biased against Trump. Everyone's going to have their opinions, uh, but it should not influence your actions. We have to decide, did it influence his actions? Were his actions, did he alter them? Was he not doing his job? So did he do his job? I don't think so. There are some serious holes. Did he not do his job because he supported Hillary and hates Trump? That's the question. He clearly did not do everything he should have done. He clearly hated Trump. Was it because of his hatred for Trump and his love of Hillary? Hey, it's Doc Thompson. Thanks for listening to the program. I want to tell you about another program that I think you're going to like. It's the Glenn Beck Program. Check it out now wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.